0: Redbird Nation, are you ready? This is Dive Deep. From the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois, this is Dive Deep, where we dive deep into our Catholic faith. I am Andrew Hanson, and you know, so many of our priests, they love sports. Baseball in particular, that's up there on many of them. And Father Chris Comerford, pastor of St. James and Patrick in Decatur, well, one of his ministries that he's been doing over the years, involves America's pastime, chaplain of the St. Louis Cardinals. He joins us today on Dive Deep. Father Chris, good to see you. It's great to be with you, Andrew. (laughs) And we're so glad you're here. A quick note for our listeners. If you enjoy listening to Dive Deep and would like to financially support our ongoing efforts to share inspiring stories, great interviews like we're going to have with Father Chris today, and of course, all those topics we've been discussing to educate the faithful about our rich Catholic faith. Go to dio.org give. That's dio.org slash give. So Father Chris, baseball season is here. You've been doing this for a while. Take us back. First of all, how many years have you been the St. Louis Cardinals chaplain? Gosh, I think it's Twelve years, thirteen years, something like that, since I've been helping out. Since I
1: started helping, yeah. All
0: right, you love baseball. Take us back twelve or thirteen years ago when you. How how does one even get this? Because this is not something you just. Hey, I'm going to sign up for. It's something
1: I would have dreamed, and everybody assumes I figured it out because I would be (laughs) the type of priests who would do that. But I didn't. What happened was I was assigned to Saint Elizabeth in Granite City, and of course told them right away what a huge Cardinal fan I was, that they'd probably see me at the ball games quite a bit of the time. And one of my prisoners came up to me after Mass one Sunday and she says, Father, would you ever want to celebrate Mass at Bush Stadium? Yes. And my mouth <laughs> fell because I was like, I didn't know they had Mass at Bush Stadium. That was a new one to me. She was an usher. And she said, yeah, the Cardinals have been doing this for a long time and they have either on Saturdays, either before the game or after the game, depending on the time of the game a mass for all their employees. And I've said, of course, I'd want to help. Well, she put me in contact with Father Dave Walter, a retired priest from the Archdiocese of St. Louis, who was the Cardinals Catholic chaplain. And so I came over and I think he kind of auditioned me and let me have mass (laughs) while he was there, but we hit it off right away. We went out to dinner and he said, okay, he knew, found out I love the Cardinals as much as he did. And to the idea of my faith, also to be part of that, and so I began helping him. Uh, assisted I, since I was so close; I was only fifteen minutes from the ballpark, so it was easy for me to come over there on Saturday afternoons to help to celebrate mass or other things that needed to happen. And so I did that for quite a few years, and then his health began to decline, and he needed more help to be able to do that. And so I started to be his representative at at the national level of the of the things we were doing, and did most of the masses and. Uh, did that for a while and then I got transferred to Quincy. So it was that way. So I, we have a we don't have a bishop that's we have a bishop that's a White Sox fan. I can be convinced that's why he did, but no. It it wasn't the highest priority. I know that. Uh, but soon after that happened, Father Dave died. And so in a sense I was the one now, since I had done the most, who would be taking over then as the Catholic chaplain. And it, it just has been that way. I've done, I don't know how many Masses. That's a good question. I haven't even added that up, how many <laughs> Masses I've celebrated in, in Bush Stadium. But it's probably, oh gosh, it's getting close to 100 probably.
0: And so you are there on just Sundays or, or Sunday home games? Or how, how, does, how does the schedule typically? I know COVID's thrown a lot of things in the, in the wrench over the past couple of years. But what's typically you're, you're there? On
1: typically what? what we've been asked to do is to celebrate a Mass the Saturday of every homestand. And that's the only time, not during the week, just on this. And it's to be able to provide this opportunity for them to meet their Sunday obligation for all the employees in a way they can do that without having to try to, to rush out and get home to their own parish or go real early in the morning. or for visiting players and others, they can do it right there in the stadium. So that's been the primary responsibility. Other things have come off of that. I've made connections with baptisms and confessions and funerals and, and, uh, uh, even a, a couple of weddings uh, through the connections that i made in this way.
0: So right place, right time for you and getting this job. So this wasn't anything that like the cardinals didn't do. It just happened. You, you met this priest and, uh, you know, when he passed away, you were just naturally right in line to take it over officially in essence. That's how it happened. And
1: so I became the contact person, you know, with those Catholics, especially in the cardinal organization who really have kept this going. And so I've been the one to be able to do that for for all these years, so yeah, it's it was kind of funny when I was uh, um, thinking about the priesthood. You know, I wanted to be a baseball announcer; that was my dream. I wanted to be the announcer for the Cardinals. I wanted to replace Jack Buck. That was what I was, was really. I wasn't very as good, so I, I, I. There's probably some cassette tapes of me doing play by play out there somewhere, but I don't know practicing with the television. Hey, you had
0: a dream. That's 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 right. That's what you're supposed to have. But I remember
1: going to the seminary. I said, you know, well, who knows? Maybe someday I'll be the chaplain for the Cardinals. Joking, (laughs) totally joking. And, you know, God, it's amazing how God can work sometimes of the incredible opportunities I've had because of that.
0: It's awesome. Um, And so, walk us through a typical day when you go down there on a Saturday, uh, from where you arrive, where mass is, who's invited, and then can you stay for the game? Kind of walk us through your whole day.
1: Sure. Uh, A lot of times it is easier when we have mass before the game, when the game's in, in the afternoon or evening in that way. And I'll get there Mass is usually three hours before the game. So, but I'll get there a little earlier than that, you know, since I can, I, I will. And I'll go in and I, I go in through the, the media gate, you know, the, the where the kind of the MVP entrance to go in that way and have a nice place to park right there in the stadium and carry all my things in for Mass. Have to put all of them through through the x-ray machine. It's kind of interesting. Then we got
0: you said, hey, Father Chris, come on through. Major
1: League Baseball Securities, and that's changed over the years. It's gotten more, more difficult for that and – because they have to be safe. You know, they don't want, even a priest, they don't want me sneaking something in there. So they I see your
0: chalices, be. your chalices, they, that, 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 that's alarm bells right there. Uh, I guess so, <laughs> I don't
1: know. But uh, I go in and then, I mean, but I've gotten to know security people and the others through there and kind of go down and wander underneath, you know, the back there behind where, you know, the, the clubhouses are at. And there's a, there's a room uh, that's called the first pitch room where they take all the people who throw out the first pitches before games. That's where we celebrate mass. So I'm able to take go take everything in there. They we help set it up, make it look like a little chapel anyway, with chairs and a nice little table for an altar. So get all that set. I'll get there early, and then I'll probably, if I've got some time, wander out uh, onto the field and see who's out there early or whatever. Too, or if teams are hitting or practicing or whatever. By doing that, in my collar. It's even some. Hey, Father, you having mass? I said yeah. And that's that's especially some of the visiting teams mm-hmm. if they've seen that i have had people come to mass because they've seen me out there. They didn't know they weren't aware that it was happening so we'll do that we'll invite them to come you know they'll come it's three hours before the game very strict schedule they want me to do mass in a half hour so it's like father we got a lot to do I said okay that's so short homilies I said that's okay we do fine with that and it it, uh, works out good Um, they have a chance to go we'll get finished and then go about their other duties that they have Um, sometimes I've had there early Somebody said, father you can I go to confession and Find another little room to be able to do that and even have that with visiting players who have done that, especially the ones I've gotten to know a little bit and it's just kind of interesting. After the game, it's it's really fascinating because we do it 45 minutes after the game. That's a little more challenging I'll say that's, as people come in. Um, there's been a lot of games. It seems like whenever I'm scheduled to do that, the game's going to go about 10 or 12 innings uh, or rain delays. We had one mass. I didn't start mass till 830 that night because of all the delays but they wanted to have it and I said okay I'll do it and we did it and it was probably like a 115 pitch um yeah yeah (laughs) it was it just kept going and go there were just two long rain delays you thought things were going to get canceled but it it just kept going but I said okay I can do it and it was they were very thankful because they were everybody was exhausted everybody was about falling asleep but it was still interesting (laughs) is is there a half
0: hour time of it on that one too
1: that one was even shorter that was that was like a, a 20 minute special I think for that I don't think I even preached I said I said like three sentences maybe and that was it because they were I could tell everybody just wanted to get home
0: yeah now okay so during the game what do you where do you get to go what do you get to do
1: um the good connection we have is that the I've gotten to know usually the one who's in charge of tickets for Cardinals to give out to the families and everything they're director of travel that takes care of that. I used to call him the traveling secretary of that way. Based off
0: of Seinfeld or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: CJ Cherry was the one. He always came to mass, so I got to know him real well, and I knew then I had his cell phone, and if I needed a ticket, he'd, or he'd bring me one here. Father, you can sit here or do that ahead. Ernie Moore, who's the current one in that position, is also a Catholic, so that's worked out pretty well. They know understand why I'm there and doing that, so I can text him, and he'll get me set up to be able to go to a game if I'm Either to celebrate Mass, or he's usually even pretty good at a, if for almost most of the games to be able to get me tickets if I want to go down there. Not a lot, maybe one or two to be able to do that, but it's seats usually where the players'
0: families are. So those are good seats. Those are good seats. Those are good seats. And if you can't get that, you just kind of walk around throughout the game, or just. Uh.
1: Um, I've always been able to have a ticket, okay. uh, even a couple of times, one of the people down there, because we have to walk near where those the green seats are at Bush Stadium. You've seen those, the, the Cardinals <laughs> Club. I've got to sit there a couple of times, which that's really great, right down there behind home plate. And I'm feeling odd to hear all these other people paid $250 for these seats, and I'm sitting there. Hey, so. you're bringing
0: Jesus to everyone. Right. I mean, come that's on, right. that's worth a lot more. <laughs> now I know the Cardinals have treated you well. I think of St. Louis is a very Catholic town. Uh, tell us, you know, how they treated you. And, and I'm, you know, I'm a Cubs fan. So is it, is it the general manager, the president who's, he's really Catholic, Even's like a daily mass goer or who am I thinking?
1: Yeah, of? Yeah, John Moselock, the, the Cardinals uh, president of that way is, and he's incredible in that way. And he's was general manager when I started. Okay. So, and he's been so good to me. I mean, I have, I can contact him if I need anything and, and he's there almost every time, unless something comes up and which is such a, such a great influ- impact on the other employees to see him taking his time to come to mass. There's a few others. There's about five in the front office that are Catholic and they all, most of the time they'll come to mass and be there too. So it just varies in that way. And, it, and, but it's, it, the Cardinals have been great about it. You know, they, they know this is good. Um, it does help the, the wife of the owner, Bill DeWitt is Catholic. So she's only been to Mass a couple of times, but I have met her doing that. So that's, I know they're not going to kick us out because of that. So that's a good thing.
0: Well, I say St. Louis is a very Catholic town. Yes. If they kicked you out, I, I mean, that, that could that could cause some there about, problems. There are about there.
1: 50 people that come to our Masses. There are so many that are just the workers that are there as part of that. And sometimes more than that, we had one, uh, we did one between a double header. There were two games and we did the Mass in between. It was the coolest thing to do that. <laughs> it was our largest attended one that we've had, it just seemed to fit for people that day and things were crazy. We even had to do it in a different room. There were so many people. And they, is
0: there like a PA announcement? Like you, I know you mentioned like three hours before mass or, four, or before the game or forty five minutes. Is there like the PA ah, attention everyone? Mass is beginning in fifteen minutes.
1: Um, it's over the radios, you know, okay. they're, they're, because they still use the two way radios between all the people working. So you'll they'll they'll usually have somebody that will call that out, so that gets the <laughs> word out.
0: to Yeah now, now I know you and I have spoken before on this. You know, unfortunately, you know, many many players are Catholic, especially so many from Latin American, South America. Uh, unfortunately, you don't see a lot of players, but you have seen plenty of names over the years. So, so tell us uh, some of these names and some of the players and experiences you've had uh, at Mass or even before or after Mass and these relationships you've developed.
1: Sure. Uh, the greatest ones I had were with Jeff Supon, who was, you know, the the um, M- MVP of the National League Championship Series. David Eckstein, the World Series MVP. Those are the greatest. Those two. uh, oh, I just they were so good about about coming to Mass. I've been um, even Jeff, when he was with, uh, came back with Milwaukee. You know, was still and just embraced everybody. He was really part of the community in that way, and his wife and was great. David Eckstein's come back as a coach in the same way, and so I got to know him more as a coach than when he was a player because I was just starting when he was leaving the Cardinals. But they've been, they were the, the greatest ones that kind of helped us through in in those days. And there's been a few others that have done that. Uh, several pitchers actually have had one. Uh, Jaime Garcia came for a while you may remember that left-handed starter for a while that did that um we had one of the most recent ones michael waka would come and he was now a starter for he's with boston the way i got him to come was through his parents <laughs> all right you got to tell us this story. This is a great story <laughs> i'm there at the game in my collar you know they're in the in the seats near the family and they come up to me and said are you a catholic priest i said yeah i'm father Chris." He said well we're our Son's Michael Walker, and we're real active in our parish in Texas. We teach catechism, so they're we start talking about that, they're exciting. And then I say, Yeah, we have mass after the ball game. He said, There's mass in the ballpark after the game. He had never told them that there was mass, is that opportunity? So they came that day and brought Michael with them. So I he probably like, Father, what are you doing? And they're, they're like, any, like a lot of 20 year olds at that time, they'll do what their mom, you know, wants them to do. So that was an exciting relationship, just and a couple of them. Here and there, visiting players. Trevor Williams, who is now a pitcher for the Mets, was with the Cubs for a short time, Was is such a strong uh, Catholic. Um, uh, Craig uh, Stammen, who, who pitches uh, for uh, San Diego, is one. There, just, there are a few others at times, some that played in the majors and, and no longer do. We've had umpires come to Mass at sometimes. I met a couple of them who did, and it's just... It really is a family. You know, our Catholic faith takes priority over the team. Yeah, we made joke a little bit. Brian Snicker, the manager for the World Champion Atlanta Braves from uh, Macon, Illinois, outside right. Decatur, strong Catholic. He comes to mass when he's there too. So that's kind of need to have some of those connections also.
0: That's I mean, it's, it's so cool. Now also, Vin Scully, you've met Vin Scully as well. Wow, what a what an incredible one of the best
1: announcers ever, Vin. And his Catholic faith was so important to him. In uh, Dodger Stadium, when Ben was there, he would do the first reading at every mass. Can you imagine hearing Ben (laughs) Scully read scripture? If you've heard him, that voice of him calling a baseball game and such a a good one. I got a chance to go out to Los Angeles when the Cardinals were playing them on my own. The Cardinals didn't take me. I didn't get to go on the team plane. I was kind of hoping, but that didn't happen. So, but they got tickets for me and I actually had a connection out there that got me uh, to be able to go in the press box at Dodger stadium. So the, when I got there the, the, for the Friday night game, you know, I had the opportunity to meet Venn. And for me, that was Jack Buck was number one, Vin Scully, number two of my heroes, because I wanted to be an announcer and it was incredible. He made me feel so welcome um, of that way. He asked me, he said, father, I, it's, I need to see, I have to give a, a talk to a Catholic group. Can you help me with a couple of these things for my talk? And it's like, this is incredible. So I can say I'm one of Vin Scully's speechwriters now, I guess, because of that. But the only problem that happened when I was there was that it was the ESPN game of the week, which meant it was a Sunday night game, and so Vin had the had the day off. So Vin was not there on Sunday. I didn't get to go to mass with Vin Scully, but that well, he is
0: he is truly living his Catholic faith. He's like I'm not working on Sunday. That's right? If there. he didn't have
1: to, he you got he didn't get very many Sundays off. But when ESPN comes in, that that's that kind true. of stops everything. So
0: I love it. Now, now walking around, what kind of reactions do you get? Let's talk. Let's talk with the players because you said you can even be on the fields are taking batting practice. Do, I mean, I know there's this there's this divide. You can't just walk up to players, but I mean, do you get some side conversations? Have you ever had any like, "Hey, Father, I'm actually, uh, what? Why does the church teach this?" Or I, I don't know what's up with that. Have you ever had anything like that? more so in spring training when there seems like and when they're at home, they're they're
1: working so much and they have some just such limited time they have to do. I'm an I'm happy enough just to get a high father. How you doing, father? Or Sorry, father. When they curse, I get that one a lot too. <laughs> to do that, too. Some of them are really good Jose Oquendo, you know, who is a cardinal coach. You know, I never got him to come to mass, but I got to, he would know who I was a little bit and say hi. And so they're they're gracious. But, you know, it just the ones I know will or come do that or even the announcers. It's kind of fun when the Cardinal announcers want to come over and talk to me, because I love that. I've gotten to know all of them, and that's kind of neat, and share some of the experiences. So it just varies. I got to uh, be down there one time for Sam Coonrod, who's from Carrollton, Illinois. He pitches for the Philadelphia Phillies. When he was with the Giants, I got to go down the field before he was there, and I've known, I met Sam when he was five <laughs> when I, at that time, and so now I'm there on, I got my picture taken with him there on the field at Bush Stadium, and half a Carrollton was down there. So then they <laughs> let them to me and said, father, how'd you get down there? So, well, <laughs> it's nice. But that was neat experiences to do things like that. And it, it's just being around, you never know. You never know. It just even father, pray for me. I have had that father pray. Can you say prayer for my family? Things like that, that happened too. And that's just seeing the collar. It's, it's amazing. You can tell yeah. for most it's like, it's a positive. Others like, uh Oh, you can see the guilty conscience look that happens <laughs> sometimes, but
0: Hey, yeah, that's still a good thing. Them. It reminds us, hey, you gotta you gotta be sorry. That's right. Um, what? Uh, well, yeah. And I talk about also when you're around the ballpark wearing your collar. I mean, is is it pretty? You're pretty. People say, "Hey, father." Hey, is you pretty in positive.
1: Saint, in St. Louis, it is. You know, it's so Catholic. <laughs> hi, father. Hi, father. Later in the game or after the game, <laughs> when people have been drinking a little bit, it can be a little different. I mean. I've had people come up to me and, and can I, can you, can you take your picture with me? I can't <laughs> believe it, a priest. Are you really a priest? You know, if they think I'm like one of the Superman character that walks around outside or Pick something collection like that. Then, yeah.
0: Five bucks. <laughs> there you go.
1: So it is. And it's, it's mostly been good. It's just been, you know, sometimes they'll go a little far when they've had a few too many, probably cold, cold Budweiser's maybe, I guess. But,
0: um, have you had, have players or anybody asked you to bless, bless things?
1: you know, I have had to do that rosaries. I blessed a couple of them for, for them to be able to do or medals. And, and a lot of the ushers too, will definitely do that. I've getting, they're the ones when I walk around, I see them. Cause I know where several of them are stationed at and say, and I can come give them a hug and that. And it's kind of nice to, that's what I was able even able to do during COVID, you know, last year, even though we did, couldn't have mass, I'd try to seek them out. The ones that I knew where they were at and say, okay, stay, stay strong for this. And they always love seeing me when I do that. There's a couple of them, they they you know they're always glad when I'm there and it's it's just uh it really becomes even part of that community even throughout the ballpark you know and it, it's and some of this all just running. Father, I didn't know you were here today. And nice,
0: nice to see you. So, you haven't had to bless any bats or gloves or anything like that?
1: I've not been asked to do that. I know the chaplain for the Washington Nationals got to do that. He did a blessing of the bats one year. I offered, but I haven't. It hasn't been taken up for
0: me. How was the Nationals batting average that year?
1: Uh, that was, I think that was the year they won the World Series. Oh, okay. So, that, was, that worked out really well at that time, too. So, yeah. See, there you go. That's oh, right.
0: Oh, man. All right. So, uh, let's talk about some experiences you've been a part of. Uh, when you think back, tell us some more stories, Father Chris, of some experiences of, you know, whether, you know, games you've been at or some exciting things that are just like, you know, you pinch yourself like, I can't believe I'm here.
1: Well, Um, one of them was the the World Series in 2011, because I just started doing it just about year, year and a half before that. And so um, I got to have a mass that way um, during the playoffs. We couldn't do it in our normal room because it was being used for something else. It was actually in a little area that's pretty much a bar area that where we were able to have mass at, but at least we were able to have it during that time. And that was exciting. And uh, through some of the connections I did, I, well, I already had tickets. I was still a season ticket holder at that time of the Cardinals. And so I didn't have to hit them up for world series tickets. So I was able (laughs) to go, but I was there when they won that night and got to go to a party afterwards in, in the stadium. So with with some, a lot of the employees when the Cardinals won, they brought the, the World Series trophy even paraded it through the room or whatever. (laughs) And that was that's a treasure of memory I'm always gonna treasure. You never know when it's gonna
0: happen again, especially and especially to be there. You're like I mean you're part of it. I mean, you're you're more a part of it than than a, than a fan. I mean, you're you're here. you know you're. I'm not gonna call you a worker, but you're you're, you're ministering to players, ministering to the team, helping them. And you know, you're, the spiritual aspect of life is just as important as the physical aspect and the mental aspect of life. And to be a part of that, has got to be so cool. You also got to throw out the first pitch at one point, right?
1: Yeah, that was a neat experience when I knew I was getting moved to Quincy. Didn't know how I was able to do things that some people worked through that that I was able to. Throughout out a first pitch. We were able to set up tickets from my parish in Grant city that night. I'd have probably had, Oh, a hundred people in the ballpark that I knew. And it was just, it was just incredible. I was a pitch a uh, little high, a little, little slow and a little high, but I was not going to bounce borderline it.
0: strike or no, it was a ball. Uh, it was high. It was, it was a ball. Inside. It was up,
1: up <laughs> above the numbers, but that's, but that's and of course the true baseball people give me a hard time about hey, that, you, that, but you don't want to bounce, bounce it, bounce it. And didn't that's what the it. thing it's, I tell you what, you go out there on that mound. It looks a lot farther to the plate when you're standing on the mound than did when you you're practice? watching it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You
0: stretched out the nine, It's ninety feet, right?
1: Or uh, sixty feet, six, six, six inches. Feet. Okay. Yep. Uh, yep. You,
0: yep. you stretch it out at, at home. Uh, yeah, I did some
1: practice <laughs> with some people. Oh yeah, I knew that I better. Well, I hadn't hardly thrown a baseball in years, so I needed needed to do that a little bit. But uh-huh. it was that was so much fun. The the video's still out there with me doing that, and it was just a. Something I always dreamed that I might get to do, and it just kind of happened, you know, through this. And uh, some other neat experiences I got to know is I got to know uh, Mike Shannon, you know, the cardinal announcer and his wife. And so I got to spend quite a few games up in the broadcast booth. And Mike Shannon has actually mentioned me on the air a few times, (laughs) and he never put me on the air. That's what I was hoping to do, but I never got that done. But at least even to to, hear my name mentioned during a cardinal broadcast was pretty cool and got to be pretty good friends with them. He invited me to his retirement party last year, which was just oh, so wow. fun to do that. And I was in, there, I was in line to talk to him and Al Hraboski, you know, who, one of the Cardinals announcers was ahead of me and Mike sees me in line. So Mike tells Al Hraboski a father, Chris story, which is pretty cool. A story of me with him. Cause Mike loves to tell stories. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is cool. Mike Shannon telling Al Hraboski a father, Chris story. So <laughs> that was pretty
0: good. Now you get to see the players up close. Um, you, I guess you've mentioned even gotten to know some of them over yeah. the years. You know, what's something that surprised you or what's something different about their life or just the schedule or, you know, something that us outsiders wouldn't know? What's something that that you've come to come to know like, oh, gosh, I, I didn't know that coming in. But now on the inside, I get it.
1: I didn't have a sense of how lonely it could be for them hmm. because it seems like everybody around them wants something. And you see it all the time. People coming up to them, you know, you can tell it's like, you know, they're pretty good about it. Gracious. Try to be gracious about it. But everybody wants something. And I'm like, this has got to be so hard for them to be in a place at times. And I've been behind the scenes a couple of times where you can, they can let their guard down. They finally realize they can. They're, but they're so cautious if they don't know me very well. It's like, because, okay, he may be wanting something. It's kind of interesting. Somebody said, Father, you probably can get all the autographs you want now since you're the chaplain. I said, no, I actually get less because I was not going to use my collar as a way to do that. I'm not going to be like I'm just one more person wanting something from them. Do I have a lot of autographs? Yes. I've got a pretty good collection of that. But I, but it really, a lot of that was before I had a more, a a role where they got to know me the first few years, it was a little easier. They didn't, I wasn't there quite as often, but as it's, as I've done a little more, it just, it's like, I want to be a support to them. I don't want to be like, I'm another person trying to get something from them, but most of them are really good with people. They really are caring that I found, you know, they just, just their, their whole life's in a fishbowl. I mean, my life's enough of a fishbowl, but it's ten times or you know, hundred times what what we have, and you know, to have some, you know, they just want to perform in what they do. Their family's life is just normal like ours. You know, that's it. Really is. You know, it money doesn't change a lot of these things. They go through the same things we go through, and it's it's neat to see. You know that how caring I've seen some of them be. You know, in such situ- in situations with a lot of people around them,
0: and you've gotten to know also a lot of other. Uh, chaplains around the country as well. Uh, this past spring, you had Father Burke Masters. He was he's the chaplain for the Chicago Cubs. Um, you guys, you guys talk. You yeah, you talk monks, chaplains around the country, and share experiences or share tips or anything like that.
1: One of the neat things is we're all organized in a group called Catholic Athletes for Christ CAC, and that was formed to help coordinate to be able to have Catholic services in professional stadiums, especially. Uh, professional football and professional baseball, which now most of them are covered in that way. And we have an annual retreat with those players who've been involved in and, and the chaplains and others uh, in November every year. So most of the chaplains come. They can't come every year, but I I go every year. It's so great to to do that. And uh, I've gotten to know several of the chaplains that way. Father Burke is so great. He and I, he goes every year. I had a great experience uh, the year after the Cubs won the World Series that I went up there for Cardinal Cubs Series and can celebrated Mass with him. And the Cubs Mass is actually out in the stadium, in one of the sections before a game. So, you know we're turned away from the field as the priest but there are people are kind of sitting in the seats looking out that are that are there and it was so hard by my head just kept turning i kept wanting to look out at Wrigley field and it was that was just so much fun there were a few cardinal personnel that were there as part of that mass too and it was we had kind of fun with that the two of us doing that uh, the ones who were there that had world series rings were showing their rings to me a lot so we had fun with that too so cuz he
0: if i remember he became the chaplain for the Cubs, and that year they won the World Series. No,
1: he had been with them was for a while it, for before a while? that. Yeah, he started okay. around probably about three years before that, I guess, to do okay. that too. But, you know, it's, but it hadn't been too long, you know, for that too. i would actually have been involved a little longer than he had at that time. But um, he's just such a great guy, and it was so great having him to Decatur. We had a, a wonderful discussion, and we kind of talked, you know, who would have thought to the Cardinals and Cubs Catholic chaplains at, at this uh dinner and it was we just had a blast and his story people need if you don't know the story for Father Burke Masters, look him up. it yes. G- was a college baseball player, hero for Mississippi State, uh Catholic
0: convert, mm-hmm. and then now a Catholic priest. So it's it's a great story. And now with the Cubs. All right, so yep. we'll get, get you out on this. Um, What's what's the future hold there? Is this something you hopefully you can kind of continue to do? I know you're in Decatur, so it's a lot more difficult to get to St. Louis. You can when you can, you can't, you can't. Uh, I know Father Zach Edgar of our diocese helps you as well when you can't make it to St. Louis. So is this just something as long as your assignment and your your schedule can you'll, you'll do it for as long as? And also the Cardinals will have you around.
1: That's why would I stop? Everybody <laughs> said don't ever. That's what people told me. Don't give this up. At least stay involved, and I will. And it's it's just such a neat thing to walk around with that you know a lot of the people have gotten to know me now as since I've been doing it that long as connected in that way when I go down to a game. That's why I usually do wear my collar in that. And it just kinda fun to be there and close to people. And um, I'll I'm gonna try to do around one of one of the masses a month is kind of my hope to be able to do that. And Father Edgar will help with several of them. And I have a couple of St. Louis priests they do. They want the job. They really do. But they said, they know. They said, they know. It's like, okay, that's why they stay. You know, Father, I'll help you whenever you want. You know? That's what, well,
0: that's what's so fascinating. I mean, hearing in the story, you kind of lucked out. But it's like, you would think the chaplain for the Cardinals would be from the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So would they. <laughs>
1: it just, it, it happened. Hey. So I'm not pushing my luck on it. And it's just that things have worked you know to be able to do that and we made those arrangements a long time ago and as long as i don't screw something up probably I'll and be hey able you know keep doing it i look
0: over your tenure you know they've had a pretty successful dozen plus years since you you've been down there you know?
1: yeah it started out pretty good We a couple world series but it's been too long now we need to go back again hopefully this year
0: hopefully yeah well, i'm a cubs year. fan we got one in yeah. the past whatever you know <laughs> over a century you got two in the past you know what 12 12 years or something yeah, yeah. all right father chris coming awesome story really great uh for you to be here on dive deep and uh i guess you know even as a cubs fan i guess go cardinals
1: right that's right go baseball that we get (laughs)
0: baseball i just it's it's fun for all of us (laughs) that is father chris coming this has been dive deep if you would like more podcasts head over to dial.org slash podcast and until next time we'll see you right here on dive deep